This is a Radio.com original. I was in Australia making a movie in 1984, and I said, what is that car that just passed me? I said, it's called a Morris Minor. I said, oh, I want one. I said, what happens for sale? I said, God, I want it. And it was for sale for something like 1800 bucks. So I bought it and had it shipped back for like five grand, and then yeah. that's my car. So that's an actual Australian Morris Minor. So the right-hand drive. Yeah. Uh, it, it was. I yeah. had it switched. Oh, okay. Oh. It's easy. I will hit stuff when I drive on the wrong side <laughs> of the car. <laughs> everybody and welcome to a new edition of the Talking About Cars podcast where it's all about everybody has a car story from celebrities to car personalities and more. I'm Randy Cardoon. Wow, this week here we are again at the Hollywood Show in Los Angeles and I say we because once again my pal Hot Rod Bob Back of Gas, G-A-A-S the great American auto scene is joining me as we talk with a pair of Hollywood actors. The husband and wife duo of Eric Roberts, he plays bad guys a lot including an expendable Two and Star 80, and his wife Eliza Roberts, who you may remember in the movie Animal House, and is also a casting director when she isn't acting. Bob and I caught up with them as Eric tried to explain to us how he was a certain kind of car guy. I'm a boring car guy. What's interesting about my car story is it almost killed me. I was leaving my then girlfriend's house in the very middle of the night, and I was and I was driving a Jeep without any doors on it, and I had. Her German Shepherd in the car with me. I pull out of the driveway going down the street about 35 miles an hour. The dog leaned way out the passenger door. So I take my hands off the wheel and I say, sit down. The next thing I remember is I was in a hospital bed and it was two weeks later. Oh. And I and I buzzed my buzzer and in and in walks a nurse named Mary who says to me, how are you, Mr. Roberts? I said, what the hell happened to me? <laughs> And she said, you tried to climb a tree in a CJ5. <laughs> so that's my first car story. Wow. Ooh. Wow. How did the dogs do? The dog got 30 stitches in its right shoulder and was fine. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> and so you stayed away from cars ever since. No. In no. fact, I love cars You're almost good. as much as I love my wife. Oh, well, good. Well, there we go. Thank that's you. good I science. love that's cars. Good. That's very good. What uh, What was your first car? My first car was a red Volkswagen Fastback. You know, very those, used. Had about had about two hundred thousand miles on it. Kind of like Squareback. <laughs> yes, but like, Fastback. It's yeah, Squareback yeah, yeah. with a Fastback style. Yeah, those are really making a comeback now. As a matter of fact, one of the shows that we interviewed the uh, the hosts on. They just sold one for $12,000. They were ugly then. They're ugly now. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to call following. But they run forever, dude. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. Volkswagen reliability. You don't have to worry about it. Why that car? Why did you buy that car? Because I could afford it. Ah. Yeah. I think it was like, you know, probably 300 bucks. You know, uh -huh. I could afford it. Early in your acting career. Early in my acting career, right. Oh. And my other car story is everybody, everybody makes fun of my car because 13 years old. It looks like hell. It's it's only a two seater. It's a it's an 05 Thunderbird that I got in 06, and I love this car like like I love my wife completely. I love this car. 
Is it me or is he uh, talking about cars and you uh, comparing a lot? <laughs> he is, the, you know, but people do become obsessed with their cars. Oh, so absolutely. I'm, I feel I'm in good. Now you're talking uh, about the two-seater. Two the two-seater, yeah. right. Yeah. I love that car. And even even my mechanic says me, when are you going to sell this car, Eric? <laughs> I, no, I love this car, dude. He goes, it's got way too many miles on it. It's falling apart. Did dude. you like the original Thunderbirds? Lo who didn't, dude? They were ma magnificent cars. They're works of art. You ever thought of getting one? Uh, no, here's the problem with an old Ford. It's an old Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're talking to two guys that have old cars. Uh, yeah. There you go. So, so you yeah. understand exactly so what I'm yeah. saying. Exactly. Yeah. So you want some reasonable expectation of like leaving point A and making it the to point B. Exactly. Mundo. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I completely get that. Yeah. I completely. There are some cars that turn owners into mechanics real quickly. Eliza, what was your first car growing up? Okay, my first car was an Austin America. Oh, okay. And um, my parents got that for me because it was the cheapest car, the cheapest cute car uh, yep. on the market. It cost the entire car cost nineteen hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. I promptly drove up to Berkeley because I was going to college, and it wasn't cool enough. So I instead sold it for maybe a hundred bucks. Oh. Um, and bought myself uh, a an ancient Volvo stick shift, okay. which I did not know how to drive, but it looked easy enough. Yeah. Bought that for four hundred and twenty-five dollars, and then started a class at the woman's garage to learn to be my own mechanic. Wow! There you go. Very um, good. <laughs> uh, ended. I up know my wife. This is insane. Completely <laughs> insane. I never mechanicked anything. Um, I'm very lucky I survived driving around Berkeley in that car that I didn't know how to drive. Finally, friends taught me how to drive a stick, and then I held on to that for a million years. Here I had this brand new car, and I traded it for an ancient jalopy, basically, uh, which I was very proud of. And then I went into an Alfa Romeo. Well, you know, my wife is Ooh. such a Berkeleyite, you know, such a hippy dippy type chick, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's So that she's like thing. Fon Leibowitz, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm a New Yorker. I grew up with no car. We didn't have a car. So I, so what did I know? No, I just wanted to impress my friends. So I talked to Tim Matheson. We here at the, this show, I want to say six months to a year yeah, ago. Yeah. And Tim talked about that whole thing with the Fon Leibowitz stuff yes. and, the, and, and all that. Yes. Tell me your recollections of that scene and also you in the movie. Okay, well, one has, is car-related, actually. So, um, you know, I had done schlock for John Landis. And so he called me one day and he said, I'm doing another movie. I want you in it. Um, it, it involves toplessness. And I just can't go through auditioning a bunch of strangers and, and you know, whatever. It's embarrassing. So do this part. And so I was going to be the, the Shelley Dubinsky part. Um, however, I informed John I was pregnant at the time with Keaton Simons, my son. So he said, I'm writing you a new role. Um, he wrote the new role, and then when we shot the whole thing for Otis Day and the Nights, John wanted it all in one. He wanted one continuous shot, and for us to be in the car when it crashed. Oh. Um, and he wanted us then to all pile out, and he thought that'd be really funny. But he had a pregnant woman and a pregnant girl. I was young in the car, and his all of his people were like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to have this car, because you want it to be a significant crash. So they loaded that car with furniture pads, and um, and so we did all they did it continuously and we got out. However, our faces were covered with ferny pads and we were, you know, it's obviously did not work. But that was a yeah, that that car crash in pregnancy is very memorable to me, obviously, because, you know, but that's John. John is very big on those kind of stunts and things like that. But that but, you know, listen, 
That movie, we had no idea it was going to be a hit. That whole scene with Tim was largely um, improvised. Oh, really? The girl who did play Shelley Dubinsky, though, was very nervous. She'd not been an actress. And so somebody decided to get her stoned on marijuana. If you watch the movie, then you'll see that she had cotton mouth like crazy. And her whole cadence was she was giving, putting the emphasis on the wrong words. Um, so that turned out to be not such wise advice. There are a lot of behind the scenes going on. Ah, yeah, it, I, I can imagine. Yes. Well, and especially time. especially during the parade scene where apparently Tim said he actually got into yes. the uh, the um, the black Lincoln, I forgot what, Deathmobile. Deathmobile. Yes, Deathmobile. Deathmobile. Did you see that movie? Oh, yeah. You saw the movie. Many, saw times. many times. Oh, that's okay. Yes, many times. Thank Excuse you. Me. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> the professionalism that I know you are. Um, yeah, and... and that whole thing was just amazing that, you know, he got to well, run. I have an Animal House story. Go ahead. The horse story came from me in 1976 over lunch with Doug Kenny. Really? Yeah, I, I, told, I told Doug that story, and he wrote it in the movie. So, and he never gave me credit. So tell me how you experienced that story. I mean, how did you know about it? Well, uh, I knew about it uh, through somebody named Ron Shuey, and uh, it was his story. The whole thing about about the horse. They actually the the original story is uh, this uh, uh, at a at a at a private school. They uh, they uh, bought a horse from the from the kennel ration plant, which is down the street from the private school. From the kennel and ration plant. On a, on, a, on a Friday night, they uh, they got it upstairs into the dorm into the into the whole warden's bathroom, and they gave it a trank shot. But the trank shot was too 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 much for the horse, and it died in the bathroom. Uh-huh. So so when it died. Uh, of the weekend, you know, you know, you know, rigor mortis set in. Of course. So they had to send for the kennel ration people then to cut the horse up to get it out of the bathroom. <laughs> oh, so God. that's when that's when they said, "Oh, oh, yeah, this is our horse," <laughs> and they and they pointed to the guy who bought the horse, and that was that story. Okay. Wow, I've never heard the behind the scenes of that well, story. Well, yeah. that's 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 the original. Story. There you go. See. This is why you listen to this podcast to get you, things that you don't normally get. And I told I told Doug Doug Kenny that story in 1976. He was dating Catherine Walker, who was the lead in a play I was doing for Joe Papp at the time called Rebel Women. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so he and I had lunch together, and I told him that story, and it ended up in Animal House. Wow. Yeah. Cool story. That Never is knew. a very cool story. Be That's careful what you're talking about. Now you're friends, Eric, with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You bet I am. Okay. He's a car guy. He's a great guy. Um, how would you compare? You're not as much of a car guy as he is. No. Any? What, what's your favorite car that he has? Any of his cars do anything for you? The ones that he has? Uh, you know, all cars do something for me, but my favorite car belongs to me, and it's a 1958 Vet. I oh, also okay. I also have a 1956 Morris Minor that I'm very proud of, uh, and uh, so. Those are my cars. Where did you get the vet? What's the story behind you? Actually, I bought the vet from an old car lot in in Texas for $4,000. It was a wreck. And I restored it for about $25,000. And uh, so it's got about, you know, 30 into it. And it's black and chrome. It looks cool. Even even, even the scallops are black. Wow. Yeah. Now the Morris Minor. I'm, I'm a British car guy. Oh, so you know those cars. I, I know that. I've had Isn't that two. a cool looking car? It's I, like it's like a Volkswagen and a tuxedo. Isn't so it? you got the you've got the coupe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they can't get out of their own way though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I had the station wagons. It's a putt putt. Yeah, they're fun. I 
It's cute. Kick. Why Morris Minor? How did you get that? I was in Australia making a movie in 1984, and I said, "What is that car that just passed me?" I said, "It's called a Morris Minor." I said, "Oh, I want one." They <laughs> said, "What well, happens for sale?" I said, "God, I want it." And it was for sale for something like 1,800 bucks. So I bought it and. Had it shipped back for like five grand, and then yeah. that's my car. So that's an actual Australian Morris model. So the right-hand drive. Yeah. Uh, it was. I yeah. had it switched. Oh, okay. Oh. It's easy. I will hit stuff when I drive on the wrong side <laughs> of the car. You get people's doors as they're opening their cars. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Wow, yeah. that's kind of neat. All right, so the cars, you told us your first car. You told us your first mm -hmm. car. The car that got away, what's the car that you mm. used to have that you wish you could have back? Yeah, do you have one? An old car that yeah. possibly you had. Well, it'd be old now. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric loved my ridiculous Ford rental that happened to be a stick shift. Um, just because it was so weird to have a Ford Focus or whatever it was. Uh -huh. you know, it was some stick. real, real, real middle of the road car, but it had a stick shift. Recently. And the, and the, and the transmission was magnificent. Yeah. Oh, really? It was really yeah, nice kind to of drive. Misses, yeah, kind that's of kind of neat. But, but of all the cars I've had, quite frankly, one of my mom's cars is a Volkswagen Bug. It was a 1968 Volkswagen Bug. I loved driving that car, and we drove it to death. <laughs> really? It, it ended up dying, yeah. Well, most do. Uh, wh wh how many miles do you think it had on it when it died? I would say a quarter of a million. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Probably two hundred fifty thousand wow. miles. Yeah. That's a lot of oil changes. Yeah, that's that a is. lot of oil changes. <laughs> yeah. Bugs wow. in the windshield. Okay. So, oh, and about cars, I want to say yeah. something. Go ahead. When I met my wife, it was uh, I started hanging out, hanging out with my wife in nineteen eighty nine ish, and uh, and uh, my wife, when I met her, was without a doubt the worst driver I've ever been in a car <laughs> oh. with, to the point where her kids would say, are you going to drive a mom? I wouldn't. I mean, it was like that. Until now, 30 years later, oh. my wife is, without the doubt, without a doubt, the best driver I've ever been in a car with. Wow. I don't know what happened or how it happened, but she turned her life around behind the wheel. Practice. Eliza? People can change. What happened? I think it's that it, in those days, I didn't, I'd been married before. He always drove. I just didn't drive that much. And I was a very, I was just overly cautious um, and, you know, kind of a timid driver. And then with Eric, he has no sense of direction. He hadn't been in California <laughs> very long. And so I kind of took over the driving and I learned behind the wheel. I, I had and to. I love necessity. being a passenger. Yeah, necessity. I learned. And driving I really Mr. Eric. Driving Mr. Eric. Yeah. Driving <laughs> Mr. Roberts. Yes, yeah. I know That's how that right. works. We always ask the cars that one day, everybody has a list, the cars one day I want. Ooh. Give me a couple of cars, two or three cars that that is on the Eric Roberts or on the Eliza Roberts. Uh, top two or three cars that I want to buy someday. Okay, so Eric wants to think a little. I do cars by color. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I want you do by color? ice blue, like where it's almost white, almost silver, but blue <laughs> mm -hmm. car. I don't a even car. care which one it is as long as they make that color. Ice blue. Yes. Then I'd also like... 
<clears throat> one of those, you know, the ones that look like they look like candy. They look like toy cars. They have the paint that, not the matte paint. I like that too, but that kind of solid gray paint, which mm -hmm. looks super, super shiny. It doesn't look like car gray. Not a wrap. No. Um, yeah. So it looks like a, an, an old Navy vehicle without the lettering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like that. Mm. Um, and then in terms of, I always prefer a stick if it's at all possible. Okay. Um, Even I in this loved, traffic. I loved, yeah, even in this track. Yeah, she's a away. stick girl. She's a stick girl. I always wow. love the Chrysler Sebring. And she's good Sebring. on a stick. Yeah. Oh. I always love the Chrysler Sebring. To me, the Chrysler Sebring oh looked like, first of all, it's two tones. So you don't have to settle on one color. Right. Okay. And it always looked like one of those Jaguar XJE or X, XE something. You're talking about the convertibles that they rent a lot. Yeah, that they okay. rent a lot. Right. Okay. That yeah. looks kind of, it just has that beautiful shape and stuff. Uh, there are so many high-end expensive cars that I just think are ugly, and I'd never want one, even for five cents. I wouldn't. I don't like Mercedes. I don't. No offense, everybody. I don't like Rolls Royce. I don't like BMW. I don't like. I can't stand Ferraris and and what's the other one called? Lamborghini. Lamborghini. I get claustrophobic. I don't want any of those. No, um, it's like a Camaro. Yeah, yeah. Well, Camaro. Let's not get into Our that. friend Go just got a Camaro, and uh -huh. it's like, eh. So no. So I have. I guess weird. Taste in, in no, it's no, that's fine. Especially a manual transmission that's, person. That's great. Love, your are like calves must be huge. Is that possible? Well, no. Your? I also nice I also have my computer she on nice attached legs. to okay, an exercise bike. So the, yeah, it's that leg action. I'll take your yeah. word for it, Eric. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> so so the car that got away from me no, is a. You're topless. Well, go ahead. You can say that, but also you're topless. Topless. <laughs> top no, he's wearing oh, a shirt. Oh, top list. The, oh, top yeah. list. I'm okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The car that got away from me is a Volkswagen camper van. Both oh. of my sisters really liked it, and my sister Lisa said to me, uh, can I buy your van from you? So I sold it to her for a very good price, uh -huh. and uh, I have missed that 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 camper van every day since wow. okay so now we're up to the question what are your top cars top ones that you'd want dream cars what would you like back or what you would want you want like that you have you never like had i want a porsche 911 i want a porsche 911 he likes the matte one yeah i like that black matte but black i don't interior. want black interiors i want i want a light interior i live in southern california that's right so yeah. i want a light interior i want i i, I even probably want a white 911 a white 911 with a sunroof. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could go for that. Porsche America listening to this? Yeah. 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 Eric is looking for a new car right now. No, so. I love Porsches. It's the only thing I might like a little more than I love my wife. Okay. Have you been it's to the Porsche new Porsche 911? <laughs> have you been to the new Porsche exhibit or uh, track they've got off the... Good idea. Off the I have not, but I'm game. I don't know about this. You, you no, wanna, you, go down the 405. Yeah. And it's Carson. just to the right Carson. on Carson. Oh great! Oh, we gotta, we gotta it's go. A, they've got a little bit of a museum, a little bit of a museum, and a driving school. Oh, absolutely! Oh, gotta go, go sign me up, wife. Drive them all. Go with my brother. He has vintage Porsches. Great. Ooh, okay, there oh, you go. You guys. Her you brother's a car guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm very jealous of him. Wow. Yeah. Vintage Porsches. Yeah, he does. Okay, He's so a really go good guy go too. Okay, so Eliza said that mm -hmm. she is not a big fan of really fancy cars. What's the fanciest car, Eric, that you ever drove, as far as? You know, that I ever drove? Whether it be in a movie. I've like driven Bentleys and I love them. Oh, They're yeah. a great car. They're pretty, I have to and know. for me, and I am no expert, but in my experience, Bentleys drive better than Roses, especially the new ones. Oh my mm. God. Yeah, it's like driving an airplane. It's really cool. Except you don't have anybody coming down the aisle offering no. you peanuts or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had to we had to drive that Rolls the other day. 
Which rolls did we drive? The one that we took over to the museum. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there was a museum in Oxnard, and we actually got to drive Rolls-Royces. Yeah, we shuttled. What years? Well, the Bentley I drove was a 51. I drove Rolls. And it was, it was a car that was set up for the Pan-American road race. Wow. Yeah, the wow. Rolls Royce that I drove, I always think of, it's a Corniche, like of the I think. Maharishi that has 23 of them in India yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's weird, right? You've always seen those pictures. Yeah. That yes. was kind of the that's Rolls what Royce saying. I drove. Wow, yeah. that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Except, you know, they didn't ask me what religion I was or anything. No, like and you weren't so. wearing a hat. No, I wasn't wearing a hat. No, so that worked out okay. But uh, very, very cool. But we digress. <laughs> well, here's a car trend that's okay. interesting. First of all, like when we were in shooting suits in Toronto, you know, all for our mode of transportation, we would just rent the bikes that are on the corner and stuff. Sure. Like people do the scooters. Mm-hmm. You, they, you can do that in a lot of places with cars now. There's a vending machine. There's like a oh, okay. you just put in your credit card and you can just use the car tool around for the day. So it's renting on the street. And then apparently Uber or Lyft is developing something where they're not going to use cars anymore. They're going to airlift with drones. Airlift people. From like, let's say the Valley to Santa Monica. The Jetsons has arrived. It has, yes. (laughs) Okay, okay. So are you looking forward to this? Yes. You are? Yes. Might be a little tough on rainy days. Keep me me on the road, dude. On the ground, yeah. (laughs) I I don't want to know about air collisions. Please. And I will, no, I, no. Everybody else can drive. I will hit somebody, dude. Well, being in the air is fine. It's the unscheduled landing. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) They'll figure it out. See, we're laughing now, but if we yeah. come back in like a thousand years, everybody will be like, a thousand we'll, we'll years, be thirty-five around, yeah. years. Medical Probably science will be that. such. We'll be yeah, around in yeah, a thousand. That's true. You're right. Probably less than that. And we'll be talking yeah. about that that Talk classic about. 2019. Yeah. Which insert name of uh, Brand electric name. car here? Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. The first electric cars. Oh, Tesla. Uh, I can have something terrible to say about Tesla. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. It, yeah, they're uh, not sponsoring us. So okay. Yeah. It almost murdered me the other day. No, yeah, true story. Um, yeah, that was very bad. So I really hate them. Were you in a here. Tesla? No. Oh. What happened was um, our friend Henry Marks, who has a Tesla, the one where the wings come up. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eric, we were working and blah, blah, blah. And Eric was sitting in the front and Henry was sitting in the driver's seat. And I came to sit down in the back. And the system went haywire. I hear this happens a lot. And suddenly the door flew open, hit me in the head, and then flew closed and almost cut off my finger. Oh. I started to pass out. Luckily, there was a paramedic station right next door. We were at a restaurant. Went in there. It's all kinds of blood and things happening. It was a very bad situation. I will never go to the car. And when I see Tesla, I run. The other side of the street. So, and they were very, um, they were not helpful and cooperative. Henry had been in a million times uh, with problems with his Tesla, as have many people. And eventually they did. They gave him another car, whatever they got him. They knew it was their fault. But yeah, it went bananas, and it was a very bad thing. When yeah. Teslas go rogue. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, computer science. Your next movie, by the way. Yeah. When Teslas go rogue. Keep your children oh, away from Teslas. <laughs> okay, so you were in the Expendables, and what was it like being in the movie with all these quote unquote, I call okay. them action heroes? Really. It was like boys camp, <laughs> and it really was. We we all liked each other. We all had fun, and. Sly was like a counselor. Hey, hey, you come here, you come here, you do that. Okay, you stand there. Okay, and action. <laughs> and that's kind of how we shot the movie. And it was just so much fun. We all had a great time, and we all liked each other. Yeah, it, it just seemed like such a fun thing to watch, and the fact that you got a chance to get in there and all that. Cause Sly is a really cool leader. Why are you always the bad guy? Because they're fun to play, and I ask for them. 
Oh, oh really? okay. Yeah. Okay. It is interesting because his first movie he wasn't King of the Gypsies. My first three movies I wasn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then but suddenly. Then I made Star Eighty. Uh oh. He was a bad guy. He killed the uh, the uh, Playboy Playman of the Year in 1980. That's right, Dorothy. Yeah. So he's a bad guy. Mm. And you found out you kind of like that. I just had fun playing. Yeah, playing the bad guy because you know you get better clothes, you get better cars, you get looser women, and you get to die. You you can't say that anymore. Okay, you don't get loose for women. No, no, no. But you can't use that expression. I, 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 no, I did not mean to use that expression. No. Please, I take it back. We could edit that out. Probably won't, but we could edit okay. that out. Okay. But, you know. It's fun. But anyway, you, you always get a wild girlfriend. You always get a fast car. You always get great clothes. And you get to die. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but then you show up in another movie and everyone's going, what? Yeah, exactly. He's back. Okay, so. Has anyone so, ever mistaken you for the character you've played? You know, you know what? I'll tell you a little story. When I first made a movie, first made a movie, for about a, for about a decade after a movie I made called Star 80, I'd be walking down, let's say Broadway or say 8th Avenue or 7th Avenue in New York. I'd be walking down the street, I would see a woman recognize me a block away and cross the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. Really? They would avoid me. Yeah, really? And I, and I would hold my hand up. I'm only an actor. But they didn't seem yeah. to care. No. Um, I have a good car invention. What's that? Oh, this, well, this is, is li- new. This Go is ahead. listened to by car people, right? Okay, yes. Okay, wait a minute. Hi, it's time for our car invention segment. Well, yes. Very good. Yay. Okay. Thank you. Ready? Go ahead. Um, so before cars are phased out, someone needs to invent something whereby the car detects, once it gets up to, let's say, past... 70 degrees inside okay detects any respiration of animal or child let's say and if it gets to that temperature oh. the windows roll down and the air conditioning goes on the only place that'll be a problem goes. is in qatar there's a yeah. lot of cars because it's hot there all the time yeah and the windows always be down and their cars get stolen no, respiration Respiration. Yeah. That's so cool, Eliza. What a great idea. It's a good idea. My wife, the genius. And you heard it here first on Talking About Cars, the podcast. So next time it comes out, you have to say, it was on Talking About Cars. You have the rights to that design. Okay, very good. I'll do that because if I go online with this idea, I'm going to Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can be responsible for getting it on the air for you. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. We even have a guy who can work with us on it. His name is John Hoffman. He wrote a book called Good Car. And he asked me once, have you read my book? And I said, I read as much as I'm going to because I didn't understand anything in it. But you guys would. <laughs> and so there we go. So you guys teaming up with John? There we go. I think we're on the start of something big here. I think so. The car that breathes. Eliza and Eric Roberts, both actors, both having great car stories, and Eliza with the cool car idea to save kids and animals. We'll see how far that goes. The really neat thing about both is that you may have thought you knew a lot about Eric and his acting career, and Eliza and her background. I'm guessing you learned a little bit about them from this podcast. I'd tell you what to look for them in coming up, but Eric has 36 projects on his IMDb profile set for 2020 alone. And Eliza, well, she has eight projects for 2020. And now, folks, that is the definition of busy. Hey, don't forget to please subscribe to all of our new podcasts here on the Radio.com app, KNX1070.com. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us. Please rate us five stars. 
and write a review. Our website is TalkingAboutCars.net, where I include some extra behind-the-scenes flavor to the interviews. And make sure you follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and at Instagram. And check out Bob on his daily morning gas show, G-A-A-S, and his monthly Great American Auto Scene show, where I horn my way onto the set every second Tuesday on Facebook. Just go to his Bob Beck page. And do you realize you can also meet celebrities like Eliza and Eric and pose for pictures with them and get their autographs? Go to hollywoodshow.com for more information. Until next time, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me as we have some fun talking about cars.